The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus entered the synagogue. There was a man there who had a withered hand. They watched Jesus closely to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Come up here before us. Then he said to the Pharisees, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath rather than to do evil, to save life rather than to destroy it? But they remained silent. Looking around at them with anger and grieved at their hardness of heart, Jesus said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately took counsel with the Herodians against him to put him to death. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, great little gospel passage for us. We continue to, uh, you know, to make this foray into uh, into ordinary time. And of course, you know, my my brain is so scrambled uh, this morning that you know, even though we are celebrating the memorial of Saint Anthony, I just chose green anyway. Do you know it's uh, perhaps force of habit, or uh, and I'm wondering, you know, whether or not that's the that's the worst thing is to put on the wrong color, or if it's the fact that I might have people around me who won't tell me that I'm wearing the wrong color. <laughs> you know, it's like okay. So, but that's a that's a personality check on my part. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that work uh, later on in prayer. Do my repentance. Um, yeah, it's, it it is a, gr- a great little gospel passage. And and following on uh, from, of course, the the first reading of David's uh, defeat of of Goliath. You know, it's and I don't know if um, you know. Are we supposed to hear the resonance? You know, David taking the smooth stone. Uh, from from the wadi and and hearing then blessed be the lord my rock you know is it is it that the lord is is the rock embedded in goliath's forehead i'm not sure but i will i'll leave that for your interpretation <laughs> i don't know how the, how we're going to square that one away but yeah the the uh, the challenge continues right the, we're in the third we're at the beginning of the third chapter of the gospel of mark now and um and jesus not shying away at all from uh, from controversy and we have to say He's, he, do, properly speaking, he's not shying away from controversy. What he's doing is continuing the, uh, the kingdom announcement, right, that he is on the scene to make, and he's willing to suffer the consequences of making that, that announcement. So it's not as though he's going out of his way to, to offend people. In fact, in many ways, it seems uh, quite the opposite. They're eager to be offended, especially by Jesus, because he's doing something that falls outside of their authority, their power, right? The, the exercise of their authority. And so they want, they want to see him done away with. When you, when you talk about, you know, um, the, um, the, the, the law right here uh, the, and, the, um, and the demands or the commands of the commandments of the, of the law, um, the Sabbath, of course, is, is one of the most uh, sacred um, dictates in all of Scripture, right? The observance of, of the Sabbath. And yet here, you know, can't... Is it going to be possible at all uh, for Jesus' um, opponents to say that his telling the man to stretch out his hand is a violation of the Sabbath? Right? It's, it's likely not possible that that's, going to, that that's going to hold up. But you say, stretch out your hand. Well, I mean, of course, on the Sabbath, you can stretch out your hand. I mean, if you couldn't, where, where would you be? You'd just be lying in your bed at, at home, right? So you have to be able to stretch out your hand. Is it the command that he says stretch out his hand? And anyway, it's it's clear that they're they're wrapped up in this thing, right? They're, I mean, they're 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 ter- not turned in on themselves, but also on on their own agenda. That they, they have um, they have an agenda that's foreign to 
of course, the kingdom agenda that Jesus is preaching, but, but also it's, it's foreign to the commands of the law that they are saying that they're seeking to observe. Here, the, I think the, perhaps the most interesting, thing, I'll try to hone in on, on, on the point uh, by saying I think the most interesting thing in the passage is that Jesus, right, um, having, having questioned them about whether or not it's lawful to do good rather than to do evil, questions them, uh, looking around at them with anger and grieved at their hardness of heart. Yeah, and this, this charge, the hardness of heart, is, is a charge leveled by the, the prophets against the Israel of old to say, um, you, know, you are not following the commandments, right? You're not following the commands of God. You're not, you're not living obediently. So actually, the, the charge that we can see kind of welling up against, against Jesus by his adversaries, he actually turns right back around on them, right? So they're accusing him of breaking the Sabbath. Then he is, he is actually using the language that we find in the scriptures of those who are not obedient to the dictates of God. So he's just turning it right around on them to say, okay, well, if, if this is what, you know, if, if this is the way that you're going to execute on, uh, on, on the promise, as it were, if this, if this is the way that you are going to enact the agenda of God, then in fact, your whole lives are in, in disobedience. Yeah, so, and then, so then I think there's something there to be kind of shaken out for us as well. I mean, we have to see that Jesus is, Jesus is, um, yeah, he's not only the, the ordering and animating principle of the kingdom of God, namely that he, he's, he's at the head of the movement, he's the one who gets to call the shots, is that the whole thing revolves around him. Yeah, prop, properly, again, right, when we say that about someone else, we're likely to, to think that's not a good thing. But as it relates to Jesus, the truly human being enacting the, the truly human and, and liberating agenda of the kingdom of God, the whole thing revolves around him. So we have to, we have to go to him, right? He, he's not only then the ordering and animating principle of the kingdom of God. He also, or, he also should be ordering our entire life, and he ought to be animating our entire life, giving us the strength and sustenance to do what, we, what he has revealed that we need to be about. So this is, this is the, he's at the very center of it. He's doing something radically new, okay? So in this, but, in, but, it's, but it's also radically faithful to what has been revealed of old. So the Sabbath, as we, as we heard yesterday, is meant for man, right? So the Sabbath is there is say, okay, there's one day a week where you, where you cannot work. Now, it's, it goes back to the creative purposes of God, and it, and it looks forward to the redeeming purposes of God, and that's terribly significant, yeah? And then the, the observance of the law is, the observance of the Sabbath is to say, our whole lives then are dedicated to God, because, how, I mean, how many things do we have in our lives? How many, how many activities, endeavors that we're, that we're engaged in say, cannot wait an extra day? Not many, I will say, right, not many, not many. The worship of God cannot wait another day. Yeah, so seven days a week following Jesus. Everything else, only at most six days a week. Now, if you find yourself doing really almost anything, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about eating or sleeping or, you know, okay, so, 
you know, you're caught up in any human activity for, and, and you feel the pressure to be about that all the time, including seven whole seven days, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Because it means that we're probably not taking the, the, an adequate time to focus our hearts and our lives on God. Now, there, there's all this kind of, um, say, the, the commercial enterprise and the, and the like. I mean, of course, you know, the, the global economy and the rest, it, it won't wait. It won't wait for anybody, right? And if, and if we only take six out of seven days, we're only going to get six out of seven of whatever it is we're, we're going for, right? So th- this is, the, the world will pass us by in this sense, yeah? But we, but we, are, we are not for the world in that sense. Uh, how We are to live lives totally dedicated to God. And, you know, he will, he will make do with the six days. Like he, he, ha- he will profit the work of our hands in the six days that we won't, we won't suffer for not having worked the seventh. But this is, this is about, you know, um, this is about human beings living as, live, or, and living in the image and likeness of God. So where are we going to pr- prioritize living as the image and likeness of God? Where, where are we going to be the hinge of creation if we lack the focus to dedicate our, that, that, we, that we get by dedicating ourselves to God whole and entire and living totally for Him. Right? And, and if we can't give Him the day, then what, right, what are we going to do? That's all, and, and it's all good to, to say that, and yet Jesus is also pushing back against it, right? Because there's, there's also abuse of the Sabbath, where here, this political and religious pressure group look, look to observance of the Sabbath in order to keep their People, you know, in this space or that space, or right, we, we are going to order society. This is why I say Jesus is the ordering and animating principle, because although if it's not Jesus, it's something or someone else. And here it's here it's the Pharisees, right? And, and they're not keen on it, even to the point of going to their natural enemies, the Herodians, like people who are conspiring with with Herod. In in a sense, I mean, whether it's a light betrayal or a serious betrayal. They're going, to, they're going to the Herodians, with whom they don't agree about the ordering of, of their society. They're going to them to, to get rid of Jesus because they recognize that there's only one ordering principle, and it's either Jesus and, and his kingdom of God agenda, or it's, or it's them and what they want to do. Yeah, so Jesus is, again, reestablishing himself as the, as the center not only of hearts and lives, but also of society, right? Community, society. And the like. So we we have to go to him for everything. And going to him for everything also means that we, you know, we go to get to hear these words ourselves, right? Stretch out your hand. We're we're the ones who come to him in all of our inadequacy and our weakness and our sickness and and whatever else. Uh, and uh, and we find in him the healing and the restoration and the hope that is only on offer in the truly human being. Right? It's only on offer in in the one who makes all things new and who desires to renew us so that we can bring his, his merciful rule, his loving rule, to everywhere that we are. Yeah, and we can bring his healing and his hope and his restoration to all the people that we encounter. And we can start to build up civil society with Jesus as the ordering and animating principle then, not only of our, our hearts and our lives and our community, the church community proper, but also of the entire world.